it's never too late to start because I started calisthenics pretty late. I didn't think I would be able to do anything and look at me now. Don't let anyone tell you what you can or can't do. You gorillas, welcome to the Athlete Insider Podcast by Gorilla Nation. My name is Phil and today's guest is the Swedish freestyle beast, three times national Swedish champion, Nordic champion, and one of the most successful girls in the calisthenics game. I'm super happy to welcome you to the show, Malin Malajansson. Thank you so much for having me. What an introduction. <laughs> yeah, like I prepared it for hours. Um, like, uh, <laughs> your Instagram bio was imagine. a big... Was a, was a good help for that, uh, but it's impressive, <laughs> like, impressive titles. And I think uh, it doesn't describe you as a, as a whole person because there's uh, so much more to, to, uh, to know about you. And this is why we are here, but it's a good uh, introduction, I think. <laughs> yeah, sounded nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, super happy that we made it. Um, yeah, yeah, we can, uh, we can, uh, we have a lot of questions from the community. We have uh, some interesting topics mm -hmm. to talk about. Um, how are you these days? Everything's good on, uh, in, in Sweden? Yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, it's all good. I mean, we're working hard um, despite the circumstances. Yeah. Um, now, actually today, the uh, uh, Sweden opened up like all the restrictions that we've ever had. So, I mean, the pandemic is not over, but mm -hmm. we don't have any res uh, restrictions anymore. Wow. Um, so that's that's nice. Let's hope it stays like positive like this. <laughs> sure. So I'm happy that you didn't cancel the the interview because you had to go outside and uh, enjoy the the world without restrictions. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's kick off with the interview. Um, before yeah. we jump into your story, etc., how do you present yourself? Who are you for the people who don't know you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Simple but hard question at the same time. Um, mm -hmm. But I would present myself as my name is Malin. I'm from Sweden. I'm a calisthenics athlete. Um, I work with uh, social media and also personal training, both online and like here in Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, yeah, I think something like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, how, how old are you right now? <laughs> oh, was was I allowed to ask that? Oh, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Uh, I'm actually 29, and I'm turning 30 in May. Okay. So almost 30. Wow. Well, wow, didn't oldie. didn't uh, didn't expect that. Like, I think a lot of people didn't expect <laughs> <Right>? that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I I always hear that I look younger, and I take that as a compliment, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think as a as a woman, I think you you take it as a compliment. Like uh, for for guys, I think often mm. it's it's more uh, like an, an insult. The like, other way. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. How did you get in touch with the sport? When did you start with calisthenics? Uh, take us a little bit on the on the road. Uh, what what yeah what what brought you into contact with calisthenics? Mm -hmm. um, it's a funny story. Uh, so six a little more than six years ago i uh, i applied for a tv show called ninja warriors i don't know if you guys know about it but yeah it's like this huge uh, obstacle course kind of yeah mm -hmm. ninja warrior course uh we had it two seasons in sweden back then so 2014 and 15 i think uh, it wasn't a success since it hasn't been since then. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, I applied for it and um, I got a part of it for some reason. <laughs> and that's where I met Daniel, my boyfriend, and also uh, a friend, uh, you probably know about him as well, Dana, Dana J. Starr. Um, we became really close friends. And back then, Dana already did calisthenics and he had done it for like two years or something. Um, I had no no idea about what it was. I haven't heard about it. I haven't seen anything like nothing like it. But Daniel knew about it, and so when we met Dana and he like uh, he he talked about it and showed some clips and stuff, I was like, "Whoa, that's some crazy stuff!" Uh, and then it was like, "I I can I come practice with you? I I have wanted to try this for so long because he's seen it on YouTube and stuff." uh and they were like you need to come as well and i was like eh, no i don't think so because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like they showed me clips of some like strong guys i mean it wasn't some it wasn't that like crazy back then but still like muscle ups maybe a 360 or something it was insane for me um but they kind of forced me to <laughs> to come try it and today i'm super thankful and happy for it of course because I mean, I went to one practice and I kind of fell in love with the, with the art of training. Wow. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's how it all started. <laughs> Super cool. Uh, how was your level back then? Like your uh, fitness level? Were you able to mm -hmm. do a pull-up already or? No. no. Um, yeah, that's always something that I like tell people when they ask me. Um, when I started, I couldn't do like one single pull-up. Uh, I wasn't strong. Like, I mean, of course I have had fundamental strength because I've been doing sports my whole life. Um, but I couldn't do that kind of, uh, strength training. So no pull up at all. Wow. So no pull up, <laughs> like push ups. some push ups. Some... Yes. Some push ups I could do, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but that like, that's basically the the level was pretty low of okay. course if if we compare to today <laughs> to today true yeah. and uh, yeah how did your training look back then like how did you get the first pull up how long did it take and how did your training look like oh my god it's so like it's so hard to remember how <laughs> i got my first pull up like i don't think i really worked that much specific specifically to get the pull-up but i did other um stuff like other training of course and then i kind of got the pull-up just i don't know how to explain it for free i don't know how to say yeah. um, <laughs> free is good. but i remember <laughs> <for free. laughs> i didn't pay for it <laughs> um <laughs> but i remember me and daniel were walking like in a park um just taking a walk no training or something and then i think it was like maybe three or four weeks into calisthenics training and he said to me like now go try a pull up mm -hmm. i was like no way no 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 i can't <laughs> but then somehow i got myself up there to you know with a bar and wow. i was like try pull up <laughs> and wow. it was an uh, it was a nice moment <laughs> i can imagine yeah, nice. And uh, yeah, like what was the moment maybe where you thought, yeah, I, I will stick to this sport. I will I will become champion. Like, uh, like, like did you have this this one moment? Um, I think pretty early. 
when I started training, I felt like, I think this is something that I might become pretty good at because I learned pretty fast. Um, maybe not like strength wise, but technique wise, freestyle and stuff like that. Um, I actually started to do freestyle before I did strength training, like pull-ups and stuff. Okay. So I learned the, I learned the like dynamic muscle up before I could do a pull-up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, so I just like, I started training, um, like I started to watch, of course, uh, on social media, watch, learn more about the sport and stuff. And I just wanted to learn stuff that I uh, found like interesting and cool and that looked like fun to do. Um, and I, I was drawing more into the, I was drawn more into freestyle skills rather than like static skills and stuff. But that's also something that, that I can a little bit regret today <laughs> that I didn't start working on this strength more. Um, but I mean, you live and you learn. <laughs> sure. True. And uh, like, how did your uh, freestyle work look like? Um, did, did somebody teach you? Like, uh, did you have like, I don't know, Dana or like Daniel, were they already more advanced so they could uh, give you some advice or how did you learn the free first freestyle moves? Yeah. Um, so Dana were of course more advanced. Me and Daniel, we started kind of at the same level in freestyle. He was of course stronger than me, but in freestyle. Uh, so Dana could coach a little bit, but a lot of it is actually self-taught. Mm -hmm. So just like watching, there wasn't many like tutorials back then on yeah. freestyle, but just like trying, you know, feeling, trying, uh, watching other guys do it. And yeah. And how, how is the calisthenics scene in Sweden? Is it well-developed or were you one of the first ones and then you from there it developed? Um, it isn't very developed, uh, at least not among girls. I think I was like the second or third girl starting to compete in calisthenics. Um, so, and I still think it's not that big of a sport in Sweden. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because it's such a cool sport and it should be more developed, in my opinion. <laughs> sure. Definitely, like it, it feels it's a little bit a little bit similar, like in Germany, because it's also like a colder country where it's more difficult mm. and uh, the uh, to to train yeah. outside and yeah exactly. Like uh, yesterday, I had the the interview with uh, Andrei Strong, like an Ukrainian athlete, and in Ukraine there are parks everywhere. Like the father works together with mm. the son, and everybody as from a child mm. on uh, trains outside. Mm. But um, I don't know for you, but like my parents didn't go to work out uh, in the park with me, so <laughs> it's like a complete difficult, uh, different uh, culture. Mm. Totally, totally, hundred percent agree. But you said that you worked out your whole life, uh, like uh, you did sports yeah. your whole life. So maybe you yeah. can talk a little about you. what did you do in the in the past as a child, etc. Mm -hmm. Of course. Um, so I started with like soccer and floorball um, when I was maybe six or something. Um, it's very like huge here in Sweden and especially in the city that I was born and raised. Um, so I did that like most of my childhood um then i switched to cheerleading wow. um when i switch um switched to cheerleading um 
did that for eight years. Did my last two years in the uh, Swedish national team. Um, but then at some point I felt like I am not progressing anymore. Um, I started a little bit to become afraid to try new things, you know, like flips and stuff. Um, I was pretty tiny back then. So I was the flyer. So the one you throw up mm -hmm. to do flips and stuff. Um, I didn't develop anymore. Uh, I become a bit scared. So I quit. <laughs> Um, and then I started to just go to the gym, you know, regular, like gym training, um, mostly like cardio because I didn't know better back then. <laughs> mm. Um, and I thought it was pretty boring to be honest. I went to the gym on my own for like one or two years. It was pretty boring. And then that's when the, um, like, uh, that's when the like article about Ninja Warrior showed up and I applied. So yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Interesting. So cheerleading on a, on a professional level, level, like when you said you were part of the, the national team, like you were mm -hmm. doing yeah. it on. Yeah, like uh, competing in the world championships. Wow. Is it somehow comparable to calisthenics or like to your current athlete career? Like... Uh, I mean, yes and no. Um, yes, because uh, it takes a lot of courage, a lot of hard work. Um, it's it's like a it's a sport for show as well. Um, so, but no, because uh, like I mean, for my position in cheerleading I was the flyer um, I wasn't that strong <laughs> so when I said earlier that I had like fundamental strength it's of course because I know how to tension my body I need to be like stable and everything up there when they throw me but that was it like and also uh, what I got from the che from cheerleading is also a lot of uh, like body control and awareness and that's really good to have in in calisthenics of course um what else yeah i think so something <laughs> and cheerleading is already like much more developed like uh and and professional than calisthenics or would you say otherwise um in sweden i'm not sure mm -hmm. actually i think it's pretty equal because i remember we it was a challenge in uh when i when i did cheerleading as well to like grow the sport here um but i would say yeah it should like if we look at competitors like athletes that compete in cheerleading should be a lot more than in calisthenics yeah because mm -hmm. there's a lot of different teams so yeah it's it's uh, bigger than calisthenics interesting did you mm -hmm be think like in the beginning of your calisthenics career that you would become that strong or like that you would uh, go the the path that you you went in the last years never in a million years <laughs> 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 no but like like my first comment when dana and daniel showed me some clips i was like i would never be able to do that never and today i'm doing that and more 
Yeah. So it's really, really, really cool to like look back, look back at, uh, but also it's sad that I had that mindset, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I never thought that I would be where I am today, actually. But how did you overcome this mindset? Because it's an interesting thing. I would say it's uh, the problem of of more people, like, and and I feel mm -hmm. it's more girls as well who who would who don't think that they are able to do the stuff that they see. Um, how did mm -hmm. you overcome the the mindset? Is it just ignoring it and just working hard, or like what was what was the the reason why you overcame that negative mindset and still um, became the best version of yourself? Mm -hmm true uh, about the girls i think so as well um i mean i don't know if i have a super good answer to this uh but like it was it's hard work you you have to like uh, if those thoughts come to you you need to try to like like stir them in another direction work on the positive thing it's like a You need to constantly try, uh, constantly uh, think and try to overcome fears. And there's a lot of ways to do that, uh, like with uh, my like mindset work. It's not only training, like physical training, uh, but there's a lot of practices you can do. Like I did a lot of, uh, I still do every day, like mindfulness Uh, stuff uh, and it's been really really helpful for me yeah because i think you have to work as a calisthenic athlete you have to work a lot on, on your mindset like i mean what you what you mm -hmm. do super well and why what i love to see from you is like sharing the proce process and uh, your uh, also your uh, you shared the moments where you weren't that happy with your progress where you um like uh, were disappointed and uh, like um that's something that not everybody does and that i, I think is a really important to show to the people out out there that uh like malin who who is sharing like the reels and who is like who uh, seems like the the perfect calisthenics athlete uh she also has struggles you know and uh, I, mm -hmm. i love that you sh you share that um but it takes a lot of courage i guess uh, courage i guess to to share that yeah i appreciate very much that you say that because that's something that's really important to me to like always stay true to myself, like show my full, full personality, both ups and downs, uh, because we all know that no athlete has only ups. We all know that. So, I mean, in the beginning it was pretty tough to show it, but hey, once you've done it, you know it's not that bad. So, and, and people can relate and people appreciate it very much. That's, that's true. Cool. Um, yeah, maybe uh, looking back now, um, you mm -hmm. uh, the way you started, like today, you don't have to start with trial and error like you did, um, but there are like a lot of uh, cool tutorials online, like, uh, for example, Daniel Flefield, he has like super good uh, freestyle <laughs> tutorials. <laughs> and uh, there are there is a lot of good content out there and also coaches and um, like um, programs and a lot of stuff is out there so if you would mm. you would be able to talk to to the to the malin like years ago at the beginning uh, of your uh, calisthenics career what would you do differently what would you tell, tell her uh, i would tell her to start work more on the strength 
first. <laughs> because if if you work on the strength, uh, you will it will be easier with the freestyle as well. Um, so that's something I would tell her. Uh, I think actually that's the only thing that I would do differently if I started today. Why would you recommend it? Is it because of joint health? Is it um, because you want to get more points in the competition because of a front lever or what is it? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I would be, uh, like, in my opinion, I think I'm lacking a bit in the statics compared to my dynamics. So, and since I'm doing this to compete, um, I that will be like the uh, the main the main uh, like reason uh, why I should do it differently. Um, so uh, so yeah, just to become stronger in the beginning in like those static and strength elements. Uh, but also, of course, work on the side with freestyle and like dynamics as well. But back then I did only dynamics, only freestyle, like <laughs> every single session. <laughs> How many? But, I mean, maybe yeah. it was, a, yeah, like maybe like four, I think. Uh, days per week? Yeah, per week. Wow. Per day. Per <laughs> <laughs> day. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, but still like four, yeah. I think for a beginner, uh it's still a lot like uh you know you know like the the i think it, because it's so intense for the joints for the shoulders and as a exactly. beginner that as well yeah. exactly uh, uh, yeah so um yeah like today you also inspire like a lot of uh youngsters and you bring a lot of people and girls uh into the into the sport um so maybe speaking of some some general advice to to beginners um what do you do you, what are there things that you would recommend to every beginner out there when they start with calisthenics um i don't think it will be anything else than i've already talked about um but like start building a fundamental strength and mobility um and then like take help from people that know Uh, so you don't need to like do the beginner mistakes that I did and that a lot of people do um, and have a lot of fun along the way and still do like what you want to do, what you think looks fun. Um, but take, try to take as much uh, help from, from the pros as possible, basically. Sure. Are you still motivated in every workout? Like, do you still, are you still like enjoying every, every training session? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've, I love training, um, but I'm not always motivated. No one is. Um, what I do have is discipline. I know what I want to achieve. I know what I need to do to achieve it. So if I'm not motivated, then screw that go and do what you need to do and i always feel happy afterwards that's it simple as that yeah <laughs> hard <laughs> yeah it, it's simple but hard still yeah 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 Uh, can you share a little bit of you from your current workout schedule for the week like how does your how does one workout week look like for you mm -hmm. um so Right now, I'm in like a pre-competition 
season. Mm-hmm. So I'm preparing for the Swedish nationals, which is in June, I think. Um, so uh, right now, but almost the whole year around, it's pretty much looks the same, but I'm doing, uh, I always do like four, four training sessions per week of like strength and hypertrophy uh, and two uh, training sessions of freestyle. And I also like to uh, do some like cardio after that, just like for the heart and for endurance. Um, and right now I'm doing boxing. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, after that. my freestyle sessions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, super beginner, but I'm learning. Um, and those four uh, strength sessions, my split right now is two planche sessions and two front lever sessions because that's my two main goals in like strength and statics at the moment. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's how it looks. Yeah. Nice. Um, favorite exercises? Do you have some uh, some 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 favorite exercise that helped you uh, the most in the in the past, or like that you are doing currently for for planche that you feel the most progress with? Oh, such a hard question. I mean, there's a lot of questions that you can do, but what I've noticed, like lately, I like to implement weights in my calisthenics training as well. So, for example, I have a really clear example of that. Um, a while ago, I worked a lot on the handstand push-up, mm-hmm. which I pre, which I feel pretty like solid with now. Um, and then I implemented just like regular military presses, for example, uh, which helped a lot. So a lot of like different kind of shoulder exercises in general helped me a lot with the handstand push-up. So uh, I've learned that it's not only about if you want to learn the handstand push-up, you don't need to only do handstand push-up. You can do a lot more around that, like for the shoulders. Um, so that was a game changer actually for me. And that's what I've been continuing with um, since then. And I always like, like to implement um, weights in my training now. That's cool. Because especially with the example of the handstand push-up, uh, mm. for example, if you do, if you start with handstand push-ups and then afterwards you do a military press, you're, you can ignore mm. the balance part and you can uh, just exactly. focus, focus on the strength. And that's um, exactly that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm always interested <laughs> in how, how to combine statics and dynamics. Do you think statics and dynamics, they, they help each other or are they complete different disciplines that need to be trained completely uh, on its own? Uh, good question. I'm actually not sure. Like I, mm, I think they could be uh, practiced like completely on their own. But I also think if you train statics, get really strong in that, it could help you in dynamics as well. But on the other way around, like dynamics shouldn't be that helpful for your static skills, so to say. Do you get me? (laughs) Yeah, I get you. Like it's, it's... From seeing this, like dynamics also, they need needs a lot of mobility and mobility, like for example, for the planche is like contraproductive because um, mm. the more stiff you are, the, the easier it is for, for the planche to, <laughs> to have like, you know, like to have a stable planche. 
And so this is why. That's why I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this I'm is so, like, uh, yeah. Flexible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're true. like too flexible. That's that's it. No, <laughs> but it's like really impressive for me if somebody is like a, a complete athlete because it's um it's yeah it's yeah. harder to combine this two I think because they <laughs> need totally different training methods um and exactly. freestyle. I see like what your freestyle training looks like. You do trial and error, right? You you try again and again mm -hmm. or like how does one how does how do you train freestyle? Is it just trying trying and trying again mm -hmm. until you're tired? Yes yeah basically and some like if i want to learn a new skill i need to like scale it down and do progression work uh but mostly like if there's stuff that i can do um it's just trying it over and over again basically okay people asked a lot about your hand balancing skills like uh, about your uh, your uh, stable handstand which is uh, like really impressive uh, do you want to share us a little bit uh, your your handstand journey how did it go and what brought you the most progress oh uh, so like i said i did cheerleading for eight years um so already back then i was used to be like upside down standing on my hands But in cheerleading, we don't, um, or you don't, <laughs> you don't do a, like, you don't stand still. Mm -hmm. There's more like walking or, or something like that. Uh, but I was used to being upside down. I had that body awareness, but we never really worked specifically on the balance part. Um, so that's actually something that I started with when I started calisthenics, because I, I noticed that it's a, it's an important like skill to have. You need to have a solid handstand, of course. Um, and uh, now I forgot your question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't remember what, what you asked. <laughs> what, what brought you the most progress? Like, uh, I think the first uh, thing was you, you had to learn to, to stand, like stand yeah. still, I guess. I see a lot of parkour guys, uh, guys or like a breakdance that they, they are mm. awesome in walking in handstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for them, it's hard exactly. to stand. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like, so I just started working a lot on that. I don't quite remember if I, I think I just learned it by myself. Uh, I think I like, googled for some tips and tricks how to balance and stuff and, and then i pretty much self-taught um i learned to balance pretty fast i remember um and then i started to work um straight after i've learned the handstand to work back on the handstand press and stuff um and yeah since i had the like flexibility and enough strength for it i could learn that pretty fast as well And today, uh, if you coach somebody who is uh, doing, uh, who wants to learn the handstand, how, how is it mm -hmm. the, the most effective? Do you, do you coach with the wall? Do you um, uh, like balance yourself, like having someone uh, touching, touching you and uh, holding you? Or how, <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you learn the handstand quickest? Uh, both. Like I use the wall, I can use a box um like something to be support like something that can support the client it can be a, a resistance band from the roof that they need to like hold with the feet like something to support like like whatever 
wall box me touching them uh, but uh, i always tell them like in the beginning if like the most the one important thing to like have before they start working on the balance is the mobility and especially like in the shoulders and the wrists because if you learn how to balance like with the incorrect uh, technique like um, mobility wise uh, it will be hard to correct that uh, afterwards so I always tell them to like sort out the mobility first and then we can start working on the balancing part mm-hmm. like freestanding okay do you start with uh, with a beginner do you start on the ground or do you start, start on parallels uh, mostly on the ground um, but if like it depends what they want also mm-hmm. um, but I always recommend I always start on the ground if they don't say anything else like if they're like I just want to learn it on the parallels okay let's go mm-hmm. with the parallels okay cool um, yeah yeah Another question that was also uh, like asked frequently was uh, about your your life as an influencer, um, and uh, maybe maybe you can share a little behind the scenes. Uh, how is it like? How does your typical day look like? Um, is it is it real work? Is it is it work? Like uh... <laughs> I'm just chilling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I understand that I get that question. Uh, well, it's probably not like as glamorous as uh, many might think um, and it's not an easy job uh, it's not like I wake up go to the gym make a video or a photo and then I post it and then I'm done with my job for the day um, <laughs> it's actually pretty hard work <laughs> if I can say myself like it's a lot of researching um, planning creating content uh, thinking about giving value all the time to the audience um, pressure to make your sponsors happy and proud. Um, like a lot of time is spent on answering DMs and comments. <laughs> Just like, uh, I mean, but I mean, I love it. Um, I wouldn't change it for like any other job today. Um, yeah. That's cool. Was it was it a conscious decision to become uh, an influencer or was it just something that developed along the way? uh both yes and no um it was conscious to like start posting on social media and like researching what what should we post what should we write how should we do it hashtags etc um but that it blew up like it did that early i wasn't expecting that yeah that's cool <laughs> what's uh, what's your goal like uh, do you have a, a long ter- long term goal uh, with uh, with i don't know with your social media life with with life in general like uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years 20 years maybe even 10 let's say 10 years 20 is oh. too long uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> um, with social media uh, i just like i don't have a goal of like getting more followers or something like that I just, I'm just happy if I can influence people, inspire them, motivate them to like become the best version of themselves. Uh, if I can just help as many, many people as possible um, with what I do best, 
uh, I will be happy. So uh, I would say like for a more specific uh, example for that would be like uh, online uh, courses, let's say online courses. Uh, if those can grow even more, um, I will probably like, of course, produce more of them, um, different ones. Um, that will be that will be great <laughs> <laughs> because I because then I know I give a lot of value. I help people. Uh, they reach out to me to learn something, and I can help them without like speaking one one to one. How do you say? It? Yeah. And being limited in the people you you can uh, yeah, you can talk with in your time, so um, that's that's definitely yeah exactly that's yeah. definitely cool. Um, mm. Are these also the the moments that are that make you happiest, like when you uh, develop a new course or like uh, post a new tutorial on on uh, on YouTube or on Instagram or like uh, um, and people respond happily to it? Like, is is this the the happy the are these the the happy moments in in the in an influencer's life or what are these? Definitely, for me, it is definitely, and also like <laughs> I want to make my. I have sponsors as well. That's why I can work with social media and, and I work really hard to make them happy and satisfied as well. But also to make me happy, of course, I'm not gonna, I'm not just gonna do something that they want to see. I'm still gonna be me and do it. Yeah. So uh, it's a balance. True. It's about creating a win-win-win situation, so yeah. something cool for for the audience, which uh, brings a, a cool light on the, on the sponsor, and then uh, yeah, like you profit uh, from building a, exactly. a good relation to your community and to the sponsor. So yeah, exactly, win-win-win. Win-win-win. Um, <laughs> but there are also people out there who are like um, oriented on on lose lose situ situations, and uh, I think you you also have to deal uh, with uh, some criticism uh, with um, people on the internet who aren't happy with themselves and who have to criticize. So um, yeah, maybe you want to share a little bit about that. How is it like? Um, are there like what kind of people? We don't have want to go into detail, but like, how is it like to also have be, uh, be you you be be obligated obligated in your life to deal with these people? Oh, well, um, <laughs> like when I started this journey, like on social media and becoming a public uh, person, um, when I started to grow, I wasn't really prepared um, for the criticism, and especially not like as harsh as it can be people are brutal <laughs> let me say that <laughs> um, so in the beginning I pretty much took everything personally uh, I cried because someone told me that I shouldn't look like this uh, that a woman uh, shouldn't have this much muscles um, yeah uh, insane um, but like throughout the years my mindset has changed Uh, changed a lot um so like today i would never take anything personally because i know that those comments uh, mostly about my body and my looks uh, comes from mostly men i'm not gonna say only men but mostly men um that are probably just jealous uh, and like live in the past uh, holding on to the those like stupid uh, norms about how a 
woman or a girl girl should look uh and yeah so i've i've been having a hard time um like getting comments about it uh, i've been really sad uh, really like questioning do i want to do this really and it's just it makes me sad to think about that i've been having those thoughts you know because today i would like it's like this i'm like okay move on next like you know um so yeah <laughs> and it's insane like when i think with a bad mindset or like with uh, not being prepared for it you you from 100 comments or 100 dms mm. one is negative and you concentrate on this mm. one like you yes. 99 are positive and people say yeah thanks for your content thanks for being you etc mm. and then there's the, this one person and you you are like so concentrated yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, i know this like um it, it's yeah. um Yeah, I think it's different as a brand than uh, as a as a as a person, like um, as a as a public uh, athlete, mm. um, public person. But um, still, it's it takes a lot of mental work um, to to concentrate on the mm. good and to concentrate of on course. the positive. Yeah, that's exactly what I did in the beginning. In the beginning, of course, I got a lot of positive comments, but I focused on the bad ones. Yeah. Um, now I'm just. Now I'm the completely opposite, so so that's that's nice. <laughs> Because I can imagine that. I can imagine that people share like happy moments with you, that they uh, send you messages, mm -hmm. that they are super inspired, uh, etc. I see all your DMs, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, you share uh, that you you mm -hmm. you have to work through, or like you are you are able to work through. So there has to mm -hmm. be a lot of positive things. A lot. I'm so happy that people share with me as well because I know like uh, a lot of when I I answer all my DMs um, and a lot of uh, people, a lot of the people that are writing when I apply and they apply back, they're like, I never thought that you would answer. Oh my God, yeah. you answered me. Like, yeah. and that makes it so, uh, so worth it. And that makes me want to apply even more. And that's why I do it because I mean, they take their time to write to me that I inspired them. They learned this from me. Uh, I lost 10 kgs uh, because of you. I went to the gym every day. I'm like, no way I'm not going to answer this, you know? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm super, super thankful and happy for all the, the messages I get daily. Nice. Yeah, I, I also said it in the interview with uh, Calisthenic Movement. Like, I think it was in 2013, and I had uh, shoulder pain while doing uh, pull-ups. And I was asking, yeah, mm -hmm. like I, I was writing to the Instagram page of Calisthenic Movement, and I was like, I was so surprised that they replied back, and I was so happy, like I was so proud, you know, like oh damn, they they replied to me, and it's like you can yeah, make yeah. such a happy moment, like with uh, with them mm -hmm. taking 10, 15 yeah. seconds of of their time. Exactly. And I think that makes the difference exactly. in the audience as well <clears throat> mm -hmm. 100%. nice mm -hmm. yeah um diet nutrition how important diet. is it uh also some some questions about it like what is your view viewpoint on nutrition um like how my nutrition looks like yeah how important is um, it for, for the performance yeah yeah um i'm all about balance uh so I 
I always say like eat everything, but not always. Like don't eat too much of everything because eating too much of cucumber isn't good either. And too much of chocolate isn't good either. So balance. Um, I'm trying to just uh, like, of course, I'm trying to eat more of the like more nutritious stuff. Uh, but if I want to have a bite of chocolates on a Wednesday, I'm not going to get anxious about it. You know, I eat it and I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> but to perform good in training, we, we know that it's important to get good nutrition. Uh, all the macros is needed, protein, carbs, and fat. So you shouldn't exclude anything. Um, like I can't eat bread because la la la, I don't know why. Um, of course, if you don't, if you're not allergic, <laughs> but if you think it will make you fat, uh, you are wrong. Um, don't exclude, but include instead. So uh, that's something. Uh, that's something that I've been doing for years, and that's what makes me feel the best. Uh, feel good about myself, and I can perform um, the best. Cool. And you're also a big fan of uh, pre-cooking, I think, like uh, preparing the meals, I guess. Um, yeah, like, like meal prep. Meal prep, yeah. Is this yeah. also uh, something that you would recommend? Um, well, yes, of course. If you don't like to cook every single day. Um, like why I meal prep is basically just because I don't enjoy cooking that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want like fast, uh, I want fast food in my system and uh, when i come home from the training i don't want to need to stand there and cook something so a meal prep like a meal box just to take it out from the fridge uh, heat it up eat it it's perfect um and it also makes you uh like a little bit more aware of what you're eating mm -hmm. uh, throughout the day so yeah i can really recommend it of course that's cool in general, your nutrition, maybe uh, talking about, um, yeah, what kind of nutrition, like, um, do you do you eat uh, fish, a lot of fish or like meat or like what, what kind of, how does your nutrition in, in detail look like? Um, I eat, I try to eat everything, um, but I have a little bit, <laughs> I don't enjoy that much to eat protein in like, uh, like in, in meat or chicken or fish or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm a carb girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love carbs. I can eat like so, so much carbs, but uh, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fighting to get that protein into my system. Um, <laughs> so thank God for uh, supplements. <laughs> <laughs> no but like i eat i eat everything uh but i also try i try to eat as balanced as possible so vegetarian protein sources as well um as chicken or uh fish or whatever it's the first time that i hear the the word carp girl uh i think uh <laughs> <laughs> i think i never heard I don't that know before what that I don't think I've heard it either. <laughs> to be honest, might be a, a cool like might be a cool thing to write in your bio, except like uh, like replacing the Nordic sure. champion with Carp Girl, you know, like 
Yeah, like instead of cowgirl, you know? Yeah, yeah. Carb yeah. girl. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, speaking of supplements, um, what are some supplements that you would, uh, like, that you take just for yourself? Uh, what what supplements do you take for yourself? Um, just like protein powder and creatine is the only supplements I take. Um, and protein powder, I take it because I... Uh, like I said, I have a hard time eating protein sources like from food. Um, so this, this when I don't get enough protein in my system, I eat some protein powder, and it's basically every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like it's not, it's not like because just because you train, you like work out, you have to take protein powder, you have to take supplements. Absolutely not. I just do it because uh, if if and because I don't get enough from the food. Mm -hmm. mm. So um, yeah, protein powder is quite clear. Something mm. that yeah. Um, yeah is self-explaining a little. But mm. um, yeah, creatine. Like, uh, what is what mm -hmm. is the reason why you take creatine? How does it help you in your in your life? Yeah, so basically the reasons I take creatine is for um, like performance, to perform better, um, for more power when I train, and also for uh, recovery. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like it's the most well-studied uh, supplement out there. Um, so, and it works for me. I've done it for maybe two years now, I think. Um, and I don't have any plans to to quit it <laughs> cool do you get heavier with uh, with creatine no um i know some like get uh like swollen or how do you say uh, like water filled <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but i it's nothing i i've noticed on myself um so i think it's very individual okay i get i can get a bit uh, i get a little bit more tight mm -hmm. if you can say that uh but not heavier no okay cool that's good uh like <laughs> creatine do you I take it i don't take it um this is yeah. why like i'm, I'm always uh, interested in and why people take yeah. it i think i know a lot of uh, weighted people who take it like uh, uh mm. for for waiters one rep max etc um but mm. um yeah i'm I, i'm just interested in how it helps you for the free cell performance but ex like strength wise you said um mm. it helps yeah yeah Interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> what can we expect from you this year? Like, uh, what are what are some goals uh, that you still have um, for twenty twenty two? Well, in uh, like training wise, uh, like skill wise, uh, mm -hmm. I want to unlock like a solid <laughs> straddle punch, um, and a front lever would be amazing as oh. well. Um, like some some days I have a pretty pretty okay straddle, but a full one would be amazing. Um, competition wise, I'm planning to do three competitions this year, which is more than I'm used to. <laughs> um, first of all, right now I'm preparing for the Swedish Nationals, as mm -hmm. I told you. Um, 
And then, uh, of course, the Nordics. I don't know when that will be this year, but some, uh, I think, uh, in uh, after the summer, in the fall. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I would love to do my first uh, world championships. Wow. Uh, because uh, I think it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, those are my competition goals for this year. Wow, that's super yeah, nice. I'm what, freaking out. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, what what is the reason that you uh, didn't go to the to the uh, world championship mm-hmm. yet? Uh, <laughs> because, well, the first years let's say the first three years i didn't feel i was like i don't really want to say this but i didn't feel i was good enough Mm -hmm. to go there um whenever i do a competition i want to know that i can perform good and then i can that i can place pretty like okay in the Mm -hmm. top i want to be in the top i i'm not gonna lie um so the first three years, I was like, uh, I didn't feel ready for it. And then I remember some year it got canceled because of COVID, I think. And then one year I was injured in my wrist. So I think, yeah, so this is like the sixth year, sixth, sixth year um, that I have the opportunity to go there. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I really there's something i really want to experience yeah it's on the bucket <laughs> list yes so to say <laughs> nice yeah super curious like i can uh, i always like i think we also um because we also thought yeah who will become world champion this uh, this year uh, like um uh female male and uh yeah we also thought yeah why does Malin? why didn't she participate yet like <laughs> this is like we were sitting there and we're like ah why and so yeah now i know we have the answer yeah but she's that's cool coward. yeah <laughs> she's, she's sitting in, in cold sweden uh eating carbs and uh yeah replying to dms she doesn't have time exactly. for the i don't have time yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah so now you know the answer yeah cool super <laughs> looking forward to uh, to see you there and uh, ah, okay. will be will be a good experience like will be a, a great experience just for life in general no matter no of matter how course. it will go yeah, yeah, yeah true cool yeah we're slowly coming to an end of the interview we always have some quick questions at the end of every interview and i will start mm-hmm. off with asking what's your favorite food uh probably like tacos okay mexican tacos yeah i like to vary like i don't i'm not a fan of eating it's actually a really i don't even know if tacos is my favorite food because tomorrow i could say sushi and uh, (laughs) and uh, yesterday maybe i i said hamburger Actually, I don't know. <laughs> okay, but today it feels like taco. So today um, it feels like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the caracol has spoken. Um, <clears throat> obvious question for everybody who follows you on social media, but are you more a dog or a cat person? Dog person. It's, oh, he's here. <laughs> Come, 
Say hi. He's hello. shy. Oh, hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go back to sleep. <laughs> Poor dog. <laughs> yeah, dog person. Nice. Uh, what's what's your favorite skill? Uh, at the moment, I would say handstand push up. Cool. <laughs> uh, what what athletes inspire you? What athletes? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like athletes who uh, who are of course on a high level, uh, but at the same time uh, are really humble, like down to earth. They don't think they are uh, much better than anyone else. Um, I think that's really inspiring. And if I'm gonna name drop here, <laughs> I have to say my dear friend Simon Imhauser. Wow. <laughs> of course, um, he's uh, 100% my biggest inspiration at the moment. Um, also, because like he's he's pretty new to the sport. Actually, he hasn't done it so many years, and he's really such. He's really on a such high level. Um, he's so humble. He has like the best personality and, uh, yeah, I just love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> nice. Um, pull or push? Are you more a pull or push person? Push. Push. Cool. Uh, favorite yeah. movie? Ooh, uh, I like series better than movies. I'm not a movie person really. So if I can say a Siri instead, mm. I would say La Casa de Papel. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your favorite music music genre? Uh, for like training, trap or rap, I would say. Um, but outside of training, pop maybe. Or maybe like just what's on the uh, today's uh, hit list on Spotify. That's my fear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, it already like, it seems you're somebody who lives every day as it is. Like one day is sushi and what's on the Spotify <laughs> list. And on the other day it's tacos and uh, what's on the Spotify list. So yeah, for, for you, every day is different. Exactly. Nice. Uh, what was the best calisthenics event you've ever been at? Beast um, of the Bars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but the, like I like uh, events that are well organized. And Beast of the Bars is one of the best organized events that I've been at. And also, I didn't compete, but FIBO, like World of Bar Heroes. Uh, when, what year was it? 2019. Last time. Yeah. Those two, I would say. Cool. Nice. Um, yeah. And the final <laughs> question, what's your message to the calisthenics community? Oh, um, hmm. <laughs> good one. Uh, well, I would say it's never too late to start because I started calisthenics pretty late, I think. Um, there's always something that you can do. Um I didn't think I would be able to do anything and look at me now. Um, and like, even if your goal feels so far away, there's always somewhere that you can start. Um, 
And what else? Don't let anyone tell you what you can or can't do. Uh, and just never, never forget who you are. Be yourself. <laughs> okay, enough. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Thanks for sharing. In quotes. Yeah, yeah. It's it. It looked like I was I was thinking maybe you have the whole wall full of posters and you're just reading the the different quotes. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually have two of them. Ah, got you. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, thanks for this interview. Um, how can people get in touch with you? How can they reach you? And uh, yeah, how can they learn from you as well? You're offering uh, coaching, I guess, the plans. Mm -hmm. uh, the um, Yeah, maybe you want to talk a little about that. Yeah, like if, uh, if you just want to reach out to me, uh, the best would be on Instagram, DMs. Uh, whatever it is, if you want like coaching, I would go to my website, kellyexpert.com. Um, I offer online coaching, um, like personal training and also online courses that are like general and not, um, customized. Yes. Really cool. We will link, uh, we will put the links in the description so people, can find your instagram if they don't know yet but also uh the the website and uh yeah thank you so much thank thanks you. to you <laughs> for your time uh it was a pleasure talking to you it was a pleasure to to finally have you on uh on the on the podcast now at the end i can say that i tried since months to get you on the podcast um <laughs> <laughs> anyways i'm super happy that you made the time that you um yeah shared so much from your workout from your life and uh, yeah it was a super pleasure to talk with you and before you can end the episode Marlene I want to say thank you to everyone listening to this till the end I'm super proud and uh, happy that somebody listens to an interview for an hour and um, yeah <laughs> if you like the episode give it a thumbs up helps a lot and uh, yeah you can, you can say goodbye <laughs> thank you so much for having me I'm also happy that I finally <laughs> took my time um, <laughs> and yeah it was it was an honor to to be here so thank you so much and uh, thank you all for listening and uh, maybe we'll see each other in the future.